Welcome to New Hope Underground. Celebrate with us, in this landmark, episode 50 of season 2. Season 3, begins next week. Tell your friends. Today's episode is entitled, Comment Culture and Less Than a Misdemeanor. And now here are your hosts, Darren, Drew, and Reed Hansen. It's our 50th! 50th! Party time! Bye bye baby! That's right. It is our second season of New Hope Underground, and I'm your host, Darren Hansen. Drew. And I'm Reed. Yeah, we're all Hansons. I should I should just say Darren. Drew. And Reed. Hansen. There Hansen. you go. Hansen. We should, Hansen. We should harmonize Hansen. You, you start. Hansen. 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 <laughs> That's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. It was really good. No, what, I was, what I was trying about? my best. It's the 50th episode. That's right. It's You have to try your best because it is the 50th episode. We don't mm-hmm. try our best otherwise. It's, it's true. I never even try. <laughs> I've, I've reserved all of my talent until this episode. For, for this particular episode, 5-0. I don't think we've... First of all, it's only our second season. We did not even come close to 50 our first season. No. And I think just because of COVID, I decided just to extend this season longer just for fun. Double down, yeah. And then the fall is a natural time for us at a church, anyway, to go ahead and start a season three. So in September, we'll be starting season three, and we'll be starting up some new things, season three, hopefully getting to have more talk and share with, talking and sharing with people in our church and maybe adding adding some more game show kind of stuff and you know, that, who knows? But uh, game show, yeah. I, I we used to do some game shows. We haven't like, done them in a while. We need to bring them back. Like like prices right type, type stuff. Yeah, sure. Prices is right. Can you do cool. Plinko. I've always been a big Plinko fan. Yeah, I don't think that'll translate very well though. Actually, well, Plinko well, no, would it's be bouncing off that peg, and then the other one, and it's going to, it's actually, going to the bottom, it's and he didn't left, win. It's going left, it's going right. Exactly. <laughs> actually, Plinko would be the easiest to do on a podcast because you wouldn't really need a Plinko board at all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just some, some sound effects, just and just I go, one. "Oh, sorry, you lost." Well, to keep the budget down, that's you know, a zero. You just yeah. have some guy on the side going, "Ding, ding, 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 ding." <laughs> it's all about ding, keeping ding, the budget ding, down. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. No, there is no budget, so. <laughs> so that's pretty easy to get the budget down. However, we did have a little bit of budget to make New Hope Underground stickers for Season 3 mm-hmm. that get reflect our new logo. So you'll be able to check out the new logo when you uh, check out our new podcast, Season 3, starting in September. They're pretty awesome. And we got some stickers, yeah. Put one on my coffee mug. If you want one. Uh, all we got to do is DM us on Instagram, New Hope Underground, or Facebook there. Get a hold of us, New Hope Underground, and just message us and let us know you want a New Hope they're Underground kinda, they're sticker. They're kind of retro looking, too. Yeah, they did, are. They're pretty cool. Who designed those stickers? Uh, Tyler Yoakum. Shout out Tyler Yoakum. They're awesome stickers. And so we're going to be giving those out to whoever wants one. Now, if let me know if you need a couple of them. We'll send them, try to send them your way. And, of course, the people that let us know will be the f- people who first first get one. But uh, we, we do have some longtime listeners out there, so we'd especially love to hear from you. All we got to do is leave us just a little bit, little, little note. Let us know that you want one. We'll make sure you get it. Okay, so there you go. Season there, 3 coming up. There you go. So you guys ready for to get this 50th episode rolling? Bring it on. All right. Well, Strap I ha- in your ears. I have a story. Ooh. Strap in your ears? Strap in your ears. Strap in your ears. Way there's, ahead a, there's of a strap in your ears. <laughs> I'm aware. 
<laughs> put, a, put a strap in your ears. Buckle it up. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. That's I just, all right. I just said it. Let's move on. <laughs> and I'm just so glad you've saved it all for the 50th episode. Yeah, I told yeah, you yeah, this yeah. is this is me. Sadly, this is me at my best. This is it's going to get better. This is peak culture comments yeah. on the peak way. New hope underground right here. It's going to get better. Culture comment with Drew Hansen is on the way. So we've got we do have a great show for you. We're going to talk a little bit, and then we have culture comment. We've got Doctor Reed, who is back after a hiatus last week. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome, Doctor. Oh well, uh, thank you. Um, not doctor. <laughs> Is that how doctors interact with the civilians? I assume. With the public? I can only assume. It's like, oh, doctor. Yes, not doctor? Yes, not doctor. <laughs> Reminding Mister? you that you do not have the, yes. the diploma that I have. And actually, Reed's not a doctor. I know it's hard to believe. We should probably go ahead call and him doctor, say that flat out at this point just to avoid any lawsuits exactly <laughs> further uh, into the seasons honestly i think it's funny that you had to say it like like actually like actually yeah like not. as if you haven't picked up on that already well i don't know if yeah people this i don't time. know somebody could be out there floating around going yeah this guy really is a doctor he he's, knows his man, stuff he's a doctor of sasquatches you, i mean you convince yeah. me all the time you know what you're talking about so that's why true. not you are dangerously persuasive i think true. i convince myself a lot and that's what's dangerous <laughs> <laughs> that's really dangerous <laughs> Well, guys, I read this story this week. The story comes from Germany this week. Cologne, Ooh. Germany, to be specific. This will be good. <laughs> now, explain why you're saying those German words, which means... I, I actually don't really even know if I said it right, but I learned that from you. You spent some time in Germany, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. was was a phrase that a friend of mine, American friend over there, used all the time mm-hmm. in German. But... It, the words really just mean "excuse me, train station." <laughs> like, I've never forgotten that. Phrase. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a jumbled phrase. What it is basically, we only knew a few words, so we just put them together and yeah, come up with those sorts of weird you just phrases. Add different inflections, exactly. To make it seem like you're actually speaking. Exactly, and try to add a little bit of an accent. Oh yeah, that we didn't have, which usually sounded more French than it did German. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty good, I had to admit. Yeah, yeah that was French, good. Yeah, yeah, it sounded more like a Muppet. But yeah, I got, yeah, I know, I got I know, a pretty good Muppet vibe. But hey, that's all right. Muppets are cool. Actually, that's the only accent I can do is a Muppet accent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a talent. Anyway. So, yeah, it comes out of Cologne, Germany. And there was, uh, the police were called by some neighbors uh, because there was the, some violence going on next door. And so the police came to investigate. And heard a lot of shooting and loud screaming going on. And uh, they could not get anybody to answer the door. And they could hear the sounds really, really loud. And the neighbors were really upset. So they kind of, uh, I'm sure, told everybody to go back to their homes. You know, they'll Uh take care of it and try to get everybody out of the neighborhood around the area. Finally busted in the door. I got inside and found out it was a guy who uh, fell asleep in front of his TV. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. And he had a really loud stereo system, uh, and he couldn't hear. He fell asleep despite the loud noises. He's used to it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's, that's like fun. that's like a classic, like, late 90s movie. It's, no, like, it's like a like Home a, Alone yeah, situation. Yeah, it's like a Home Alone yeah. situation. I know, and it was... I, I, I can't imagine, okay... I know sound systems are good, and you know there's a lot of good sound systems out there, and stuff. But I can't imagine a neighbor 
falling for that. Really, this was just some like publicity stunt from Bose or something. Just putting out some new speakers. Like it's like our neighbor has Brad Pitt in his in his apartment yeah. shooting guns. Well, not only that, but the police get there and they they don't figure it out. Yeah, really? and no one answers the door, so they figure well, we got to go in. I feel like you'd you know? be able to like tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what show this was, what movie this like, was. I feel like Ooh, if a gun yeah. goes off in a room or something, like you can you can hear the there's vibration, from different directions, vib- like you feel like there's bullets mm-hmm. in the wall stuff. You know what I mean? This guy could have had a great sound system, though. I can only imagine. Yeah, he's got like a seventies. It's probably block punked. Yeah, he's, he's got block block punked. Yeah, full surround and a what? It's a very. It was a in the eighties. It was a very well known German. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So like you do. You okay. get a Pioneer. Okay, yeah. Stereo in your car. Right, uh-huh. you blah pump. I just know like seventies. What is it? Marantz. Marantz. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, like it's like what all the cool guys listen to their records on, like Mark Maron and them. Oh, the oh, actual cool. turntables. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't Jack know anything. Jack White listens. Everybody around me always wanted Pioneer for some reason, but yeah. anyway, I think I have one. Do you? I had one of my '78 Dodge know. Charger. I had a Pioneer tape deck. I thought Ooh, it was pretty cool. Tape deck. Yeah, and then you get the Pioneer speakers. Get those separate. Yeah. And the '78 Dodge Charger. That's a cool car. Yeah. It's tape deck. It was puke green, but it was Ooh. cool. It was a, the best color terrible color, but I, I felt like Starsky and Hutch. It was, even yeah. though it was a Grand Torino. Yeah. I anyway, so in Germany, <laughs> this guy. What I thought was hilarious about the article. All right. Is at the end of the article, there's like two lines like tagged on the bottom of the article, right? Mm-hmm. And it just basically said, so when he returned from the police station, I'm like, what? They ran the guy in. They arrested him. <laughs> he went downtown. For they, falling asleep? I guess. <laughs> You're under arrest for falling asleep. They said they actually released him after they uh, made, after they, I guess, uh, made sure of his ident- identity or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I... I guess they just okay. First of mm-hmm. all, they get this call. Let me get this straight. They get this call. They respond to it. They assume too that there's a lot of loud stuff going on and shooting inside the house, and they can't get an answer. So they bust in, yeah. find a guy asleep in his own house, and then they run him downtown. Yeah, because they need to run an identity like, check. Okay. <laughs> all right, buddy, come with me. Yeah, you can't be falling asleep that, in your own home. This sounds like he probably lived in the same neighborhood as a couple of the other cops, and they're like, yeah, "This guy and his sound system. We need to just <laughs> let's just take him in." But identity check. So they they assume that this guy is not only causing trouble, but it's not even his house. <laughs> it could be somebody else who yeah. broke into the guy's house. And then set up the sound system really loud and fell asleep. So they're not even sure it's the guy who owns. I, what is the identity check for? I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, what was it the right? Was it the right guy? Yeah, it was the right guy. Oh, okay. Well, he then, just that was silly. He went back home. You know? <laughs> Could you imagine waking up from waking up from a nap with like cops at your I know. feet, just like we're gonna have to arrest you for sleeping at your house? And who knows? They may have had their weapons drawn. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come in the house because if you think there's shooting going on, I imagine yeah. the article didn't say, but I, I'm, well, I'm they assuming they wouldn't admit it if they did. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Press. Basically, I would uh, they sounded like gunfire nearby. They identified the source of the sounds and they brought in a locksmith. That's what it was. So they finally, I guess they did figure it out right before they brought it. So they didn't go in with their guns. But so. they still broke into his home. 
It was just a 34-year-old <laughs> resident in sleep of his TV. It said, police said the man was taken to the police station but released when officers verified his identity. Weird. You so couldn't have just asked him for his ID there. You know, I, I know. The whole thing's the so weird. I, I just don't understand. Okay, you come into my house, get a locksmith. Because I'm asleep, the police come in, take me. Maybe, to maybe, downtown. maybe maybe their only legit way of bringing him in was like he's breaking some sort of Sydney noise ordinance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, that seems if right it, to if me. It's an apartment building. Like disturbing the peace. Uh, yeah. Like if it's that loud, it's a noise complaint for sure. You know, be a ticket. It is like the most bizarre way to like wake up and then not even know like your TV is still on. It's like yeah. I was just watching Born Identity. Now I'm in the police station. Next thing you know, you're in cuffs in the back of a squad car. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> I was watching the Born Identity. Now they're checking my identity. <laughs> that was clever. Thank yeah. you. Good job. No, I just thought it was a really unusual story. Yeah, that's odd. And uh, I, and it's real news, you know. That's yeah, real. This is what happens on the streets. <laughs> I know America's of, got a lot of problems of right now. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the streets. Uh, has it not been a fun time? Uh, but this is what's going on in the streets of Cologne, Germany. That's streets exactly right. Yeah. Just whenever you next time you're watching an action movie, just be grateful. You know, like yeah, you're not getting arrested for it. Yeah, and, and turn it down a little bit, or and you might, or you might get arrested. <laughs> yeah. No falling asleep watching movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he was like after he got arrested or whatever. If he's like uh, prison Mike, where he has to go back and. <laughs> he has to go to schools yeah. or something, do school assemblies. Yeah, assemblies, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's, don't don't make the same mistakes I did, kids. Yeah, he's like giving scared straight talks. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, don't don't you ever you, fall asleep with a stereo you on? Kids think you're cool with your surround sound, and <laughs> your speakers. It's all fun and games till the cops wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say what? Well, it's all fun and games until until you fall asleep. Guy, the guy's got a record now. <laughs> yeah, he probably like has some sort of like stress about falling asleep in front of his TV. Now he probably like okay, TV's off. I can go to bed. <sighs> they make him do community service. Yeah, he has yeah. to go door to door with a decibel reader. He's got, yeah. like a, <laughs> he's got like a long rap sheet of like very mundane things. <laughs> <laughs> Fell asleep in front. Jaywalking. Loi- loitering. Loitering. Jaywalking, loitering, and littering. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the same time, of course. Well, no. No. Can't be doing this both. This is over years. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all sorts of weird. He, he's just cursed with mundane tickets and offenses. They find like a checklist in the back of his closet of all those mundane offenses. He's he's been checking them off one at a time as he gets yeah. it's, it's, he gets run downtown. It's premeditated jaywalking. I saw it. <laughs> he's trying to do it at just the right time when a when, yeah. a, when a police police pull eye. Yeah, in Germany, the pull eye come by. He tries to walk across jaywalk at the right time. Yeah, he's, he's been planning it for months. Yeah. I'm telling you, there are some evil criminal minds. I guess so. in this world. I guess so. Just never know what you're going to get. But I, I, uh, I, I, you know, I lived in Germany quite a while, so yeah, I get, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> you can relate. I think I got like seven tickets while I was over there for yeah. speeding. Yeah, the red light cameras are no joke. They yeah, yeah they had everywhere. cameras everywhere. And what they would do is they would take uh, a car, unmarked car, sitting on side the road, like they're stranded or something, and they set up a camera in the back window. 
Yeah. And so they just get everybody going by. Except for this one road, you can go as fast as you want. That's cool. Yeah, the Autobahn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have speeding cameras everywhere, but this one road, just, you know, go nuts. Have a good time. <laughs> I had the weirdest... Uh, Containing it, you know? I had the weirdest experience on the Autobahn. First of all, I had... All I had was a Dodge Colt. Yeah. So I, you're going as fast as you want on the Autobahn with a Dodge Colt. It's not that exciting. That's just regular interstate speed. I'm going like 90 and the whole thing's shaking. Yeah. It actually went 90, but it was yeah. shaking really bad. I didn't know if it was going to stay together. Yeah. She's not going to hold, Captain. <laughs> but one time, no joke, I was on my way to Frankfurt uh, from Munich on a major Autobahn. And on the other side... I'm coming the other now. A lot of people think when you think Autobahn, when I thought Autobahn in my head was this humongous highway, but they're probably no better than like our highways, probably worse than like I 57 around here. But anyway, that's saying something. I'm on one side, I look on the other side of the oncoming traffic, and there's just cars sitting over there, just totally inflamed, just flames everywhere, just on fire, <laughs> and 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 uh, and no one's around, no people, no other cars, hmm. nothing. No emergency vehicles. I don't know if somebody just got up and left. Yeah. Well, it's just, on fire. What are you going to do? You know? Well, I know, just but I th- you thought here. somebody would be watching it, I guess, or something. Call the fire department? Yeah, the fire department's like, we're not going on there. People drive as fast as they want up there. No, Why no, do we? No, <laughs> the fire department answers the phone like, well, it's, you said it's already on fire? Eh. It'll yeah. burn. What are you going to do? Burn. It'll burn. It'll, It'll burn, burn out. What are you going to do? It's already <laughs> on fire. There was no like one this, around. It was just the like weirdest. It was the weirdest thing because there was no one around. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I was just by itself, just I will say, burning. I will say, though, like that sentence that you started that story with, the, I was uh, on the Autobahn from Frankfurt to Munich. Might have been the coolest thing you've ever said. Well, thanks. It was, pretty cool. it was from Munich to Frankfurt, it, but it, still. It makes you sound like so cultured, you know? Yeah. That's like I knew what you I... You culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was cultured because I was being paid by Uncle Sam to be over there. Yeah, that's fair. Doesn't matter who you get paid by. Uncle but, Sam forced forced me to be cold. But that's a very cool s- sentence, you know. It was pretty cool. I mean, I had some pretty cool experiences. It's like some James Bond sure. would say. Or I don't remember ever it's running true. into somebody with their with their stereo up that loud where he got arrested. But anyway, yeah. maybe next time. And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello, and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture, and I comment on it. You like that dramatic pause? That was hesitation there. And I comment on was it. Was it a pause or a hesitation? Because um, I know you haven't really been feeling that confident with Culture Comment lately. For hey, some shut reason. up about You've that. Been, <laughs> You've been telling me you're not so you're not so sure where where it's going. Well, okay, I'm gonna bring in our audience. I'm gonna bring them in on a little secret, um, if that's okay with you guys. Um, uh, kind of a confession time. Secret, 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 okay. secret, secret. Um, I don't know nothing about culture. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is a secret. Uh, Have me well, going. I, like. Whenever we started this segment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got tons of stuff. So I got, like, the first three weeks, and I'm like, that's all I know about culture. It's already up. I'm, like, scraping, you know, scraping the bottom of the... Is that the bottom of the barrel? Scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's the... Scraping the midnight oil. Scraping the... I don't don't get that one. I mean, I've always always assumed you're, you know, you're, uh, you have this 
major depth of knowledge when it comes to culture. So why, what, why, why, why do you think that though? I don't know. Cause it, you're a millennial. Cause I have that vibe. You just have the cultural so vibe. Much, so much of it is just the vibe, man. You just said, you said vibe too many times. I know. <laughs> Which is why I am not qualified for this segment. That's why you are qualified for this segment. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think largely um, the reason that I don't know much about culture anymore is I've, I've kind of, uh, I'm not a social media guy. I, I have them or I've had them before, but I'm just not. So I've I've pretty much just like Facebook I'm I'm right. done with right. I logged out and everything right uh, I guess you can delete it but I don't like there's no point to that because it's not really deleted you can just log back in so I logged out and then Instagram let's I'm, see I don't, I don't use Snapchat Twitter right. nothing so I have no finger on the pulse you know. So would you, are you saying then that you feel like a prerequisite for knowing anything about culture is to be involved in social media? Well, I I would say... Pretty much have to, right? I would say... Um, Nowadays? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so school started back up, right? Right. I was walking campus. I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's nice to be back on campus, have my bag, have my coffee, going to school. Um, but I looked up and I saw all of the students, so hundreds of students, um, I could count on one hand how many people weren't looking at their phone while they were walking. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, other than myself, uh, it, and it's not just young people, like professors, older people, uh, maintenance well, workers. Well, you can't look up from your phone. You might have to talk to people. Yeah. 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 I mean, it becomes, it becomes like a, what do you call it? Like a tick, it's like a, crutch. a social tick kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, at the same time. A, or a blanket. Yeah. Security blanket. Yeah. yeah. But but at the same time, it is just like a, there's a sense of, well, I need to be connected to the people that I know. I right. need to be connected all the time. And Yeah. I can't be talking to people on the street that I don't know. Well, honestly, I think that's kind of weird too, if you just go up and start talking to people. But. Oh yeah. I don't need, I don't understand like that. the need. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you don't have to be like the most social butterfly person, but why do you have to stare at your well, phone? When I say time? that, I mean like you're walking by and say hello. Well, I'm not talking about necessarily fair. giving yeah. them your whole life yeah. story. Yeah, Walmart is. I, I, I was. <laughs> I've kind of had similar observations. Leaving my phone in the car before going into Walmart. Yeah. You realize, like, wow, a lot of people are just standing here in the aisles looking at their phones. Like, it's yeah. really hard to shop nowadays because people just look at their phones. Like, I can't yeah. grab. Like, yeah. There's like ten people in front of the oatmeal on Facebook. You know. We know all that stuff they put in the aisle that you shop for last minute. Yeah. They call that. Uh, Impulsive, impulsive shopping or what yeah, I don't uh -huh. remember what they call it because you would see something at the last second and throw it up there because oh I need that. Uh -huh. I bet you that's gone way downhill. Oh probably because yeah, people are on their phones in the aisle now. Yeah. So they don't pay attention to those. Impulsive things. buying on Amazon yeah. is probably yeah. way up. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of my that's I, I have a feeling that's why I'm not like uh, like on the up and up with culture. It's because uh, when you when you don't pay attention to what's like on your phone. Now, why don't time? you pay attention on social media? Um, basically, okay. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, that's why we're okay. Here. Honestly, okay. Because this isn't this isn't that funny. But uh, have, you, have you ever heard about <laughs> comment culture? Which is funny because we're yes. we're in culture comment right yes. now. Flip it, comment, comment culture. culture. 
All right, it's basically this idea that, uh, you know, they're, it's like a never-ending comment section, right? The social media is. That's basically what, any time you post something, people are going to comment on it. And yeah, so vice versa. I read this article on it, actually. It's like, um, comment culture is where all, all people are invited to weigh in on all issues at all times. Where, yeah. where expertise is devalued right. and where people are moved to speak before they even think. We've talked about that a little bit. Yep. yep. In the sense that the opinions are exploding now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this even goes as far back as Socrates, if I'm not mistaken. Whoa. About, Socrates had sure? Twitter. Socrates. Are you sure you're not a doctor? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I don't even know if this is the right guy who made this comparison. (laughs) So Crates had Twitter? It sounds right. But there was like a comparison to democracy being like a a ship. You know, like when we all get the ability to vote for a ship, who the captain should be, maybe not everyone should vote on that. Because maybe you just want boat people who know how to run a ship to be voting on who the captain should be. And it kind of seems like social media kind of creates that problem. I kind, got of, you. kind of brings it all to like everyone has a comment now something right. to say. yeah yeah and this, it kind of eats itself this article talked about you place like a comment section in the very same place as like the the heavily researched piece by an expert and by just by doing that like we conflate um like the average person's authority you know what i mean Right. Absolutely. Does that make sense? So, like, even though they have never studied this topic whatsoever, like, if they don't know anything about the environment at all, like, they studied acting in college, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but because of social media, now their comment is put in, uh, like, the same area as the an peer-reviewed articles. Yes, yeah. yes. Like celebrities, it seems. I always like, yeah. used to call this uh, Oprah culture. Yeah. Oprah culture, no, yeah. that's fair. Because uh, Oprah, I thought, was With, one of the first without the that really brought the the talk show to the people kind of thing. Yeah. Where, and then you started seeing all these Jerry Springer and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's not forget Oprah's beginnings when she would make divorced couples fight on stage, you know? A lot of people just brush <laughs> over that now. And it's like she had Jerry a... Jerry Springer. Yeah, she had a Jerry Springer start. Like, she, I think it's funny. Yeah, that I she's, think it brought, and it brought this, like, talk show to the people kind of thing. Know, yeah, I don't know if I want advice from someone who kind of encourages that behavior <laughs> on stage. No joke. Well, she would take uh, celebrities, though, and turn them into gurus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because of their opinions. Oh, so their their opinions about everything right. else mattered. Dr. Yeah. Drew so now now everyone's opinions matter it, about it, everything. It seems like that's really big right now. With Including kind us. of getting off the train a little bit with with celebrities like having opinions about things. And I think it's because none of them are working right now, like actors and actresses. <laughs> and they're really they're a lot good of time at, on their hands. They're really good at just doing the motions. And so Maybe just like coming up with statements and saying all sorts of comments. And mm-hmm. maybe that's why it feels, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that's sort of an extra thing out there right now. Like it's a little extra hard. There's a lot more. Maybe they don't mean around. any of it because maybe it's just practice. Well, it's just it's acting ma- practice. Yeah. Well, it's a matter of getting a job. Like, oh man, I love that guy's <laughs> tweet. He should, he should write for our show. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. seriously how this job is done. And like these people spend their whole lives working on their career and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I turn, I know everything about environmentalism now. And it's like, no, you were just acting. You're, you didn't do anything. And you were just on Twitter. Yeah. Gosh, what would we do without social media though? Ah. There's got to be some other ways that we can 
Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah, because I was thinking about this today. Okay. Uh, so what can you do? I would encourage all of our listeners. Yeah, I mean, if you're all pro social media, that's fine. But just try detoxing like a day and see what happens. Social media detox. Yeah, I think it's good for you. And yeah, try sure. try longer if you can. Sure. Uh, try getting yeah. rid of it, period, if you can, if you dare. <gasps> um, but I would say some things you could do instead of social media. So I was on my email the other day. And you know those emails you get from like from like uh, know, wherever you shop? You give them your email, and then they never stop sending you stuff, mm-hmm. and you just get junk email. I have an email account just for that reason, yes. Yeah, which is smart. Man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Anyways, I thought instead of all the time you use on social media, use that time to unsubscribing from all those emails. That's hey. a great idea. Yeah. There you go. I saw that I saw that on a post, and I'm like, that is genius. There's a lot to unsubscribe from. <laughs> I know. It what really ticks me off is they don't always do. I mean, I, I unsubscribe from some list over and over and over and over, and they still keep sending me these Yeah, stuff. they'll sell your information. Yeah. You'll start getting all sorts of weird yeah. emails from all over the place. Or at least, or if you don't want to do that, at least, like, clear out your inbox, yeah. which takes forever. Oh, it does, if you're yeah. not If you're not scrolling Facebook and looking at what that one dude said about... The latest political thing, then you can do that. Or extra, extra time saving device. I learned this one from uh, Mr. Mark Cuban. Uh, whenever your inbox gets full, just delete it and get a new email. Yep, I've that's done that. my favorite. I have, I, I have three emails. Yeah, I have I have a whole bunch. Just delete it and get a new email. But the yeah. problem is, I, I use that email for so long that I still have to use it all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, my other thing you could do. Okay. And if you guys have any ideas, okay. go for it. Um, so I I took a. Like, I went to turn off my alarm this morning, and I accidentally took a screenshot. Have you ever done that? All the time. Yeah. I went through my phone. I had, like, hundreds of accidental screenshots. So, so that's many. another thing you could clear out. <laughs> I'm just, like, cluttering yourself. Oh, you're, you're not like, kidding. Yeah. This uh, this new iPhone is crazy. Yeah, you have a lot of accidental screenshots. Oh, gosh, all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you... What is it, the top two buttons on each side or whatever? Yep. Just holding the yep. phone, I take screenshots. Yep. I got screenshots of things I never ever thought I'd have. I'm gonna have you ever I'm gonna pull it up right now. And have see you ever taken Have you ever taken a screenshot of your home screen before you unlock it, and then yep. somehow press the button in the corner to immediately pull up the picture? So when you pull your phone out, you're like, "That's not the time." <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I've done that so many times I can't. So, uh, so your actual home screen is a picture of your home. Yeah, screen. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. doable. It happens. That's hilarious. I went six pictures in to find an accident on a screenshot, <laughs> and it's of Netflix, but it's a dark screen and it has the subtitles and it's, it's describing two people laughing. <laughs> like I have this on my phone. Well, that's kind of cool. Like, that's why artsy. do I have this on my phone? So basically, take your what you're what you're suggesting then is instead of spending all this time scrolling through social media posts, you should be unsubscribing. Yeah. You should be getting rid of your if you're screenshots. Scroll on your phone, at least be productive and don't just. What about if you just got rid of it altogether? I mean, is, is there something else you could do to? Wonder, wonder if you're addicted to commenting. Oh my gosh, the, you, you have to. That's where it needs to stop. That's where it's the most dangerous. But if you don't have, let's say you get rid of social media, right? Okay. Uh, could you put like a dry erase board or something? You could write whatever you're feeling like that day and just sort up in your window. Yeah, like people know. can people come by, people come by and they draw can comment on it, write a comment about <laughs> yeah. you. 
See, you can me, put it on a wall. I would much rather have that. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. several reasons. One is, if you're going to make a comment, you got to make some effort, and you might accidentally yeah. oh see my somebody. Gosh. Oh my gosh, this is how MySpace makes a comeback. Yeah, they call MySpace. It, they call it analog MySpace. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> your space is actually your space. Yeah, there's no spell check. You're on your own. Analog. You either got to look it up in a dictionary or something, but there's no real-time spell check. Well, what I, other? Bet you, I bet you if you did that, though, like people would be very nice. There's po- I'd like to think There'd about so this. Much For more sure. positivity. It would encourage maybe some social interaction. Yeah. Uh, what else could it do? Could it encourages... Well, you, you could draw. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you, you draw on a dry erase board. Penmanship. Pen- Calligraphy is you, a lost art. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, you it's finally, a, who's doing that on social media? Yeah, who's, no where are my calligraphy social media people at right now? No, actually, no I I know of one in specific. Yeah, Drew and I both know him. But. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that take that stuff seriously. Well, uh, if they could take it seriously by adding comments to your door or whatever you got on your door, yeah, you could finally meet your neighbors that you haven't met in ten years. Yeah, yeah. leave comments on each other's doors. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I don't. Uh, you know, I just think. Instead of doing that on social media, if we had to actually comment to each other, I think the comments would go way down. In fact, I this is why this is such a what a particular thing to look at in our culture is because back in the day when we didn't have social media, there this that wasn't a discussion. This comment culture, right? It wasn't even a discussion. Yeah, I think I think people would be humbled pretty quick because you're left. Without the internet, you're left to uh, talk about things that you actually know about, and that's probably not as much as you think. It's right, a if you really ever, small set of things. I know. And if you ever get in trouble, change your email or change your social media stat- well, status or something or whatever. Yeah. Well, if in this analog MySpace world, then you can't like delete your account. You'd have to move. Right. That'd be an Gotta issue. Got to face up to things. Though. Yeah. Exactly. Face up. Man, I like this analog MySpace. Social media in person. Ooh, right. Before social media, it's just called life. But Back in the day, <laughs> we called it talking to your neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just called life. Also, I want <laughs> a, a little off subject here, but I want pagers back. I want mm. pagers. Pagers are the some perfect beepers, device. Some beepers. Oh, man, I used it's to have like, one of those. It's like Twitter, but just you and your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's in the less characters, right? Because I don't even think you can get 150 out on a pager. No, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's like 60 or you something. Know, yeah, that I sounds re- perfect. Dad, I remember you having a, uh, having a pager. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I used to have a, I used to have my own pager for uh-huh. church, and then they gave us a another pager that was like if you're on, on call or something uh-huh. for the pastoral thing on that weekend, get another pager. So whichever pager went off. But. As as a kid, though, I mean, I was probably, what, nine or something like that, if that. Yeah. I just remember thinking, how is he communicating with that? I, I didn't understand you could get text. Like, right. It's basically, text. It's basically just a just, text. I thought you were just getting beeps, and you knew what like, it was saying. What the saying. beeps were? Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Like, like Morse, Morse code, code yeah. yeah. Beep, beep, well, I did beep. take Morse code in the Army, so there you go. Hey. Huh? Oh, so. Hmm. Sounds like Jimmy had just typed in SOS. I was like, go to his house. He's <laughs> like, how'd you know you J- had to go to Jimmy the church? Jimmy in a ship. Some- so yeah so that makes sense so what you're saying is in our 50th episode end of the second season that maybe this should not be called culture comment culture comment was a lie i don't know anything about culture 
So you're not you're you're done commenting. I'm done commenting. I'm done trying to give you the scoop on culture because I don't have a scoop. I didn't even have a shovel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't have nowhere to start. So maybe we should call it comic or culture questions. Yeah. How about how about you guys post something and I'll just rant about it. Okay. <laughs> hey, there we go. Drew's rant. Let's call it Drew's rant. Get rid of the whole culture comment thing to begin with. Oh, yeah, that makes me sound like such a jerk. That's oh, awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's just more honest. I really don't know much about culture. I've found myself, like, sometimes looking for things about culture to talk about, and I'm like, this is just sad. This isn't... You have to learn it in order to I comment on it. have to learn it. it in order to comment. I'm like, yeah. let's just start there. Let's, let's, let's let it be what it is, you know? Well, I, I have to honestly say that I'm not far behind you. I'm not really involved in social media or yeah. stuff either, so... I don't know anything. Reed knows nothing. I think it's... I was told that I was a boomer recently. <laughs> that doesn't add up. By another millennial. By another millennial. That's your, your was own. this another millennial or a Gen Z? A millennial that kind of acts like a Gen Z. Were you offended? Um, Sort of, because I don't think he meant it as a compliment. You're an old soul. No, that's a good way of putting I it. I think he just thought I was a dork. Oh, I think okay. that's what he, well. but I didn't take it that way. Is it just because I didn't know who somebody was and right. I didn't know who they were married to or somebody right. famous or. Well, that's okay. Just embrace who you are. Do you think you're a boomer? Um, I think I'm starting to question it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just embrace who you are and just talk about the stuff we want to talk about. That's what this podcast is all about. Who started podcasts anyway? Hmm? Who started podcasts? Everyone's starting podcasts. Who who started the first? Who started podcast? this whole thing? Because isn't this whole thing based upon our opinions? That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so the very true. thing we're talking about is the very thing we're guilty of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. What do you or, mean? I don't know. Do our opinions matter? That we don't. I don't. I think that's the cool thing about this podcast is we don't really. You know, our opinions don't really matter that much. Well, minor law, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, when it comes to the Dr. No, Reed segment, not at all. yeah. No, not at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it, make, it causes me to, like, think through things, though, and I like that. Well, I And guess, I would encourage everyone else to do the same. I think guess the cool stuff. thing about our underground nation and listening here is that they get the opportunity to listen to us and decide whether or not they want to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling with what decision they... They will come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. But anyway, well, that's all right. So season three will not have Drew's culture comment anymore. Then you're welcome. Guess you're tied up. I mean, you're tied. You're tied it up. So you're you're done. Season two is is the funeral for Drew's culture. I comment. think. I think my. Okay, maybe I am a boomer because in this in this sense, like my insight comes out of uh, me just making comments about stuff. Gotcha. And not that I actually know anything. Right. In right. fact, yeah. That's to me, that's the fun of this whole thing, actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> Make comments and then we comment back. Yeah, that's it's fuel for thinking is what it is. It's it's not an opinion to lay everything on, but it keeps your brain work going. Sometimes yeah. I like to just say something controversial too, just yeah. to, for the reaction. Sure. Um I I kinda refer to it as, you know, dropping the grenade and leaving. Poking the bear. So is that poking the bear? Is that would you say then that since us three are kind of unplugged from social media, that this podcast has become our Facebook? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, this is this is us posting. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a post. 
And we, we it's a lot easier just to sit and talk to each other than it is to type all that stuff anyway. Uh, long long form format, you're not getting us in a little Twitter right. tweet, snap. Right. Yeah. Chat things. Because we're more complicated than that. Not much. You can't just, not, not much, much, but, but <laughs> Probably some. Probably less complicated. <laughs> Enough to where you have to listen to us for an hour before yeah. you understand what's going on. Yeah. But anyway. Well, thanks for all your efforts. Hey, man, I, this is what I'm here for. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Dr. Reed here with zoology. Yes. With an accent, too, this time. What accent is that? I don't know, but I gave it a go. I gave it a shot. Is that Australian? I don't know, mate. Crikey. I don't know. Dingo I, baby. Dingo babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I'm not good with the accents. Well, I'm sure glad you're back because we, we've had some urgent urgent news to catch up on. Yeah. That's since your, since your last uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch uh, yeah. talk. Yeah, we talked Sasquatches in Illinois. Um, Didn't realize it was so prevalent here. Did not. No, not at all. Um, kind of led me down a path. And then we got a comment on our Instagram. Yeah, from right? uh, Brittany. Brittany, thank you for tipping us off about the Murfreesboro Muddy Monster. Because that was a heck of a story. And I just dove right into it. Well, you know, there's a there's a big brewery down in the south called Big Muddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm familiar. Big Muddy their, is the their river. Logo, their logo is the Sasquatch. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So this, so this is like, a, like a legend a, down there. Yeah, local yeah. legend. And that's kind of how I want to start this off is saying, how did I not know about this before Sasquatch? Because apparently it's very popular, like across a across a nation, not just in Illinois. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Popular in other places, too, or in the sense of they had sightings other other places, or popular in the sense of the Southern Illinois sightings is, what, is what's popular? Yeah, so I guess this is a popular story within Southern Illinois. Okay. And it's so interesting that Bigfoot and Sasquatch enthusiasts from around the nation are eager to get their hands on the police reports and any sort of information. They make trips just to check it out, look for the big muddy monster. Um yeah, so let's dive right in. Okay. So the the first sightings of this big muddy monster, it all started in 1973, um, June 25th. Um, on that night, a couple um, parked on the west on the southwestern edge of Riverside Park, next to the woods, heard a loud scream in the middle of the night. This is about midnight, so very late. Um, all right. Who knows why they're out there parked? This is kind of... Oh, sus- I think we know. Yeah. That, well, yeah. Well, this is a sus- suspicious <laughs> side of the story for me, right? Okay. Um, because it's like, why were you just... You know? Anyway. So, so heard a scream. A couple heard a scream coming from the woods, the edge of the woods. When they turned and looked out the window, they could see a large creature with w- w- light fur, gray or white, covered in mud, Running at their vehicle, Whoa. running full Wait, speed. Wait, gray. Exactly. Sound familiar? Like the Sasquatches we talked about last week from around here. Exactly. Exactly. So that was interesting. Um, the couple went ahead and just drove themselves right to the police department to make a to you know file a report. Um, I guess they're really shaken up. Um, Officer Ron uh, Ron Manwaring. I don't want to mess up his last name, but Officer Ron Manwaring was on the scene. 
and said that there would be no reason for them to make up this story because it just seemed so crazy. So he couldn't help. You know, let's investigate. It's midnight. We got nothing else going on. Yeah, what else you got going on it, in Murfreesboro? In Murfreesboro, Illinois. Um, so they went and investigated with flashlights. Uh, they didn't find too much, but what they did find were footprints right where they said that they that couple saw the monster. These footprints were 12 inches in length, three to four inches deep into the mud along the big muddy river. Jeez, that's a lot of weight. Yes, but only about three inches wide. I found that interesting. 12 inches. Three inches wide. Yeah. It's like a big rabbit foot. That's what I was thinking. That's a big, big rabbit foot. Exactly. It's kind of a skinny foot. Interesting. So really, this could have been a giant rabbit. Like could have been a big huge one. Humongous yeah. rabbit. It's a foot. Long. I mean, muddy, normally they're like three So inches. muddy monster yeah. could be muddy rabbit. Exactly. Well, that, well a hair. How, how big is a hair? Hair's, hair's uh, not that big. Not seven feet. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, um, that's That's true. the difference between a rabbit and a hair. Yeah, yeah. A hair is seven feet. Hair is seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why don't more people know that? <laughs> yeah, so, so police searched the area. They found this footprint. While looking at these footprints, ready to end it up for the night, ready to call the day, they heard a, a scream, just like the one that the couple reported in the woods earlier. Really? Yeah, off in the distance. Officers were a little freaked out, so they went ahead and left, naturally. Um, Wait, so they left? They left here, the scene. Here, they heard a scream. Why didn't they go towards the scream? It was it was an animal. It was a primal animal scream. Oh. You know, this isn't like a person screaming. You know, oh, this, is, okay. this is this is different. This sorry, this is a Sasquatch scream. I, I thought maybe the muddy monster can, was eating can somebody. You, how, how would you describe the scream? Um, can you can you demonstrate? I don't I don't think I can demonstrate. Um, but if if you go on YouTube, there's a man who has posted several. Uh, muddy monster screams online. Who knows how legitimate they are? Seriously, doing yeah. it now. Oh. Doing it now. Oh. Keep talking. They're, 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 like, with, they're within a PowerPoint, so you have to find like, his live PowerPoint. Like a pirate kind of. No, it, it's more like a sc- screeching brakes on a car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nice. A uh, nice guttural. All right. So anyway, police found this interesting. They went ahead, wrote the report. Um, surfaced in the news the very next morning. You know, of course. <sighs> Um, but then June 26th, the very next day, there's the Western Hills subdivision in Murfreesboro, which isn't far from this scene. Okay. Um, and this is a very wooded subdivision. Most people, a lot of the subdivision, people have woods in their backyard. There were two teenagers in the evening sitting on their back porch. Um, when they were sitting there, something came up to the edge of the woods. They described about seven feet tall, lightly colored, colored fur began screaming at the edge of the woods. It freaked them out. They ran inside um, and then immediately called the police. Um, the police investigated on the scene, interested. The same man, um, Mr. Mr. Ron Manwaring, showing up with another officer. So Ron's back. Ron's back and on the case. Um, and a- after asking a few questions, you know, the neighbors started to gather around and were like, what's going on? There's a bunch of police here. Um Another neighbor came forward and said, minutes before this happened, they called the cops, that his son was outside, his five-year-old son, and said, hey, there's a big man, like a big creature, on the edge of the woods. So several people around the neighborhood saw it. That's part of why this story is so interesting and, and across was, the nation. this is within a two-day period. This is within two days. So Ron and his buddies went ahead and investigated the site right along the edge of the woods. 
They were looking for footprints similar to what they found. They didn't find footprints, but what they did find was a trail that had been, you know, broken apart like a big person walking through a natural trail. Yeah, thickly brushed woods. This time was something interesting. They found they came across um, a stench as they were looking and walking the trail, like a very distinct, gross smell, and started feeling out on the branches to see where this may have come from. And there was a slimy film coating everywhere that had been. Yeah, it's like an episode of Stranger Things. Exactly. Yeah. Like what is, they couldn't, they unidentified Uh gross stench, but he's just like, Ron says that he still remembers that very smell to this day. It's very particular. Um, so they didn't, they didn't find any muddy monsters after that. Um, so Ron, Ron is the one that, he was out there with the stench. Ron was out there. He yeah. said he always remembers it. He will always remembers. 1973. This is 73. It's gotta be a bad These smell. Two days apart. I remember that for years. Two days apart. Now, after doing a little bit more self investigation, Ron talked to a man who had been living in that subdivision before the development in 1950. Um, talking to him, he said that he had seen several sightings of this creature, about seven foot tall, covered in mud and white. Now. I thought this was interesting, um, just because it goes so far back. That's like 23 years in the past. So it almost makes you wonder if there's like a, you know, something natural, you know, it's, maybe some kind of animal. Right, like, like it's breeding. Like, well, yeah, or, or you know, like yeah. maybe it's just a, some weird albino deer or something, right. like making a bunch of noise. Um, or maybe it died off. Yeah. Eventually, but that's why you didn't see any more sightings after. What are any more sightings after 73? Now... No, but I, I'm going to circle back a little bit okay, here okay. because there's something I want to touch on. After I, I went ahead and skipped to the 50s part for some reason, but that trail, that slimy trail, they actually called a dog in for that. The dog followed this trail all the way through the woods up until somebody's barn and refused to enter the barn. Um, the officers the refused to enter the, the dog barn. refused to enter the barn because the officers mm. themselves need to get a warrant to go into the barn right. or at least ask the right. owner. And right. I, I can't find specifics on why they didn't go into the barn. I'm sure Ron probably has some information on that, but the dog was too scared to enter the barn. The dog handler suggested that it's probably a bear, but that doesn't sound right in Southern Illinois and Murfreesboro. There's not a lot of bear sightings. Right. There's none. Right. So interesting little tidbit there. Um, why, why wouldn't they just go in the barn? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, Why didn't they just wait it out? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, what, what happened? So, to this day, um, this story just attracts cryptozoologists from all around the world. Um, it's, it's bigger than what I thought it was. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I looked it up on YouTube while I was talking. I'm like, holy... Yeah. Smokes. There's so much stuff on. I've Big never even heard of it before. To, to this day, um, it is the most copied and shared report from that department. Yeah. And not only that, but there are only two unsolved cases in Murfreesboro, one of them being this case. Wow. So, so it's still an ongoing investigation. Hmm. Still open. So is Verdict's Ron still around still? Ron is still around, still kicking, and still... T- he's retired, actually. Where's he at? Is he in Murfreesboro? He's in Murfreesboro still. And he's still, like, wanting to Let's investigate. get him on the podcast. Yeah, I'd love to get Ron on the podcast. Let's, let's get him on the podcast. Talk to him about it. we got to start a new Big Muddy podcast. You try to get a hold of him and ask him. We'll I will. If anyone knows how to get a hold of us, because Murfreesboro is not real far from us, right? Well, I actually have a friend that lived in Murfreesboro for years. I could ask him if he knows him. There yeah. you go. 
There we go. But that would be great. We could just ask him some questions. There's a lot to dig into here. And I just thought it was so interesting that I hadn't heard of the Big Muddy Monster. And the description of the Big Muddy Monster fits the exact description of this large, lightly colored gray, white, mud-covered Sasquatches up here in the northern parts of Illinois. We need to talk to Ron. So if we we can get Ron on here, you'll bring up some questions. I think I have a lot of questions. Podcast. Just just for this? Yeah, and the Hansons investigative <laughs> journalism. Yeah, we need to get deep into this. There's there's a lot to uncover here and there's just so much material that it was actually hard to find like you an introductory I'm, I'm to this. I'm very impressed with, with what you brought today though. Oh, thank we're you. Gonna, we're going to find out that Ron was abducted by aliens or something. Yeah, it's a stranger it's gonna things get, episode. It's gonna there's get, always a yeah. just going to spiral downward for us. It's going to be yeah. a cliffhanger. And we're going to we're going to be so obsessed. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to our graves. Yeah. Obsessed with this. I'm already obsessed. It'll, it'll at least it'll at least last ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least ten episodes. But thank you, Brittany, for tipping us off about that. Cause well, thanks, Doctor Reed. Yes, of course. Good story. Glad that the muddy monster, Southern Illinois muddy monster. Exactly. Might I add that you're a great storyteller too. Oh, thanks. Sounds thanks. I tried. Seat. I tried. Kind of threw wow. that one together. And man, this goes back to '73, and then back to the '50s. So yeah, and and people people come from. Like everywhere, like California. Yeah, um, it's like a yeah, Ron, a, huge Ron, story. Yeah, yeah. I guess the big difference is that there aren't a lot of Sasquatch stories where there's an audible and a visual at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there's not a scream and like it doesn't chase people to their car like it did in and these stories. And that's exactly why it's so like interesting. And it sounds exactly like a movie. And it sounds like a or bear a also, like that one guy said, which would be equally as cool if there were bears in Murfreesboro. Well, I'll tell you yeah, what. Either way, it's kind of cool. Here on New Hope Underground with uh, Dr. Reed, you'll get your stories, let me tell you. Whether it's about exploding whales, what's about mountain goats being helicoptered off of mountain. Yep. Whether it's, you know, what's Sasquatch or now mm-hmm. Southern Illinois Muddy Monster. Doesn't matter. You know it's going to be quality. I am. I, Dr. Reed, am on the pulse. So this is the close of our 50th episode of Season 2. 5-0. And we're heading on to Season 3. Now, this has been a long one. We don't usually go this long. The last couple episodes have been an hour. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> because we, we just it. get talking and we just... I don't, I don't want to cut it. It's too good. So, you know. Yeah. I just throw it up there. So if you're with us right now and listening to my voice, then you have suffered through with us <laughs> in a good way, hopefully. Hope we've had a good time. Uh, but uh, we're going to end this here pretty short. I don't have a Jesus talk today. We're going to bring that back in season three. However, I will be putting up uh, a, a special bonus episode that I've been talking about for last couple weeks. Uh, I had a little, little discussion. No, this is about. Uh, I've been talking about Jesus and how he thinks about the poor. Oh, that's a little better. And I guess. Uh, we're going to be talking to some people here in the area that work with people that are less fortunate. And it was just a really, really neat discussion. And so uh, Amy, Nicole, and Austin and I talking. So we're we'll, uh, you have a chance to listen to them, and they'll introduce themselves in that podcast and get some background and idea and listen to that discussion. So that, that'll be coming up uh, for sure this week. Uh, I've been promising it for the last two weeks, but it, it is for sure this week because we want to make sure that that bonus episode gets out before we start Season 3. So we'll be back for Season 3 starting in September, which is... Which is coming right up. Gosh, next week. This week. You know, some of my favorite shows, um, 
season three is really, really good. So, always. So, always. Third season is where we hit our stride. That's right. Yeah, all the characters have been developed. You know, they know who they are as actors and as and as within the show itself. I can feel it. We definitely have characters, I'll tell you that. That's true. Thank you, Underground Nation, for being faithful listeners. Stay tuned for Season 3, starting next week. Changes are coming, even I am being replaced. I hope they at least let me come back for cameos. I love New Hope Underground.